and welcome everybody to Nothing But Ramblings. I'm Wilco and this is my new podcast. This is episode two, recording it right now as we speak. So obviously episode one happened last, about a week, bit over a week ago and yeah, had a bit of a chat about all the stuff that I've been playing of late uh, and a few other bits and pieces as well. I hope you guys enjoyed it, hope uh, you found it somehow. I did get more listens than I thought, which was really good. So thank you everyone who took the time out to share it on social media and actually have a listen there and let me know what they thought of it. Um, We have had a really busy week. I did promise you some uh, Fire Emblem because it's so good at the moment. Everyone's all over it and saying how great that game is and I'm really keen to get into it. But every time I go to sit down and play the Switch... Dragon Quest Builders 2 just stares at me and I'm like, yep, no problems because I think last time... We talked, I just jumped into a really big twist of the game and still trying to get out of that part of the, the area. So uh, tip to everyone out there too who have kids, uh, Dragon Quest 2 doesn't autosave very often. So I lost about two and a half hours progress the other night where my child grabbed the Switch and decided to watch YouTube on it without asking. And yes, closed down the application without saving and therefore had to go straight back to the start, pretty much back to that very point where uh, it all dragged me inside to speed run that little section until we got up to where I was. And yeah, now we're at the point where I'm sort of getting close to finishing this as the third sort of chapter major chapter of the game so it's really sucking me right in unfortunately i'm not even doing any building on this island so the the strange part is the story and the the world that's keeping me going more than anything else at the moment so pretty keen to play some more of that so i won't go too much more into dragon quest builders 2 because i talked about that in depth last week but i had a really busy week uh, so didn't get a lot of time to sit down and play some uh much of the xbox game pass games to be honest uh, really, yeah, work, work's been stressful for me the last sort of eight, nine days. Things have happened where basically I've got 10 employees or 10 contractors working for me and, well, it took a turn pretty much since I did the last podcast where some of them uh, don't have much work anymore. So we're still working on that. We're trying to get through this little bit, but obviously that's been playing on my mind dreadfully for the last week and a half, but getting me down a little bit but that's okay we we're pushing through it and we're we're just starting to get the numbers now coming out the other side to see exactly where we're at and uh hopefully pushing on forward and and everyone keeps their jobs and just we get through this quiet period but uh yeah it's a little bit scary especially when you've got so many other people's lives in in your control so um but that obviously yeah took out my gaming time especially thursday i was going to come home and unfortunately work was really busy so didn't get home to late and just didn't really have the the mind set to, to get on and stream in particular. But I got back into The Division 2, which is a whole other podcast. So if you want to hear my thoughts on that, there's a Tom Clancy podcast over there. Uh, it's a, going strong, coming up to episode 87 very soon. So, But yeah, I was very happy to get back into that and do a bit of grind for that on Tuesday. Uh, definitely enjoying the world. Still getting to that point where you've played it enough where you know where the problems are and you're just waiting for those problems to have a resolution which isn't you know happening as as quickly in some certain areas uh, as you'd like and it's obvious things but um yeah like i said i'll have a rant and a rave and maybe even do a video about that later on but very much still enjoying the game in fact i just actually got off doing the expeditions so uh straight from that into this but um also lego tower is keeping me going 
just so much at the moment, every spare second I get. Uh, I'm getting to that micromanagement level now where it's actually wanting me to match up people's jobs with their dream jobs and I can actually sit down and do that. So that is starting to help out as well, but it's sucking me in whenever I can. It's my mobile game. Haven't played any Dr. Mario World at all, so really fallen off hard on that one. But so if I've got a mobile in my hand, I've got a spare moment, I'm on Lego Tower. But I guess the big thing of the week that I really picked up, there's, well, there's two games that, that stood out for me this week, and uh, one of them was Forza Horizon 4. So got back into that on Friday for Forza Fridays, and wow, that game has so much to play, and I knew it did have so much to play at the start when I first reviewed it over a year ago now, so... Um, oh no, sorry, almost a year ago now. So, into the seasons, we're now doing weekly content and and things like that, so jumped in for the first time and actually completed a weekly challenge, uh, then opened up the, sort of the April checklist, or the, sorry, the, um, the spring autumn checklist, and there is so much to do. The problem is a lot of it was tied behind... Uh, adventures or multiplayer online stuff and there just didn't seem to be anyone in the queues so that made it hard to do but I was just having enough fun running driving around that world that world is brilliant even though I said in England this time um, I'd prefer to have just gone this far with number three but we're stuck with with England as the home territory for the Horizon series at the moment and wow just so much in that game to do uh, i Spent probably a good 45 minutes doing one of the challenges, which was get a million skill points. And it was just me running around the beach doing donuts and doing drifting and jumping and just having a blast, not doing anything in particular, not racing or anything like that. And then when I finally did get into race, it was a whole different game. I'd actually sit there and concentrate and had the challenge of, you know, upping the difficulty because it was a little bit too easy to start with after I upgraded my my car and yeah just it caters for everyone this game and I'm really keen to get back into it and definitely making it weekly again and then doing a big night once a month from my stream so yeah Forza Horizon 4 it's free on Game Pass so it's part of Game Pass anyway not free but you, you get Game Pass you get Forza Horizon 4 and the best part is it is play anywhere too so I was I just decided to play it on my Xbox One X because I thought Hey, it's easier to stream from that rather than getting the two PCs working. I can just relax and turn on the Xbox One X and away I go. And same save file I was using. So uh, really, really good. I love that system that Microsoft implemented with all their Xbox One first-party titles. So um, yeah, just, just to be able to play that save file wherever I want around the house. And especially if xCloud is as good as people think it could be. Uh, when it comes out, sort of uh, Octoberish, they're talking about overseas. Um, very excited to see how I can just maybe do a race while I'm at work or something like that. Uh, obviously, we might need 5G to pop in uh, or find a good Wi-Fi setup and, and definitely get some good data rates. Which, from what I'm talking to, because I've got another thing I'm going to talk about in a sec, um, that the plans are starting to look like they could go dataless or limitless sorry um when 5g finally pops around if we do get 5g which i don't think we'll have on the sunshine coast for a while but um if you do get it and you do get limitless data then you're sort of looking at that point where maybe 
the streaming future is a lot closer than we think, especially with Xbox Game Cloud service at uh, working off your consoles. Uh, it could be really good. So, But the other thing I wanted to talk about was, oh, what was it, Friday morning or Thursday morning last week? I think it might be Thursday morning. Um, the 8th of August, 6am, I finished my sort, and right in time, had nothing to do for a little bit except for move a few cages around, so I chucked on the Galaxy Unpacked stream that they did, and they unveiled the new Galaxy Note 10, and wow, this thing, I I knew I was, I, I'm up for a new phone anyway in a couple months' time, and I've always been a Galaxy person, I've got a Galaxy watch, and I've got the 8 Plus sitting here in front of me right now. But I've always wanted to go to the Note series, uh, just the bigger screen, a bit easier for doing work around the place, and, and co- even just doing stuff with content. It's always been in the back of my mind I want to go to the, to the Note, but I've never been on cycle. And I skipped the 10 last year, and I I was I was completely off cycle for the 10. I wasn't, there was no way I could get a contract. I would have had to buy it outright and all that kind of stuff. And I wasn't, I'm not into buying phones dead outright anymore, because you can get a fairly good deal when they're paying as much as I am for the plans each month so I was pretty excited to actually be on the cycle for the note series finally but when I when they started announcing things on it I was actually shocked at how much I enjoyed this unveiling so I thought it'd be you know just a few bit better camera a bit better screen you know all that kind of stuff but the work they're doing especially with the AR camera so being able to draw things in the world for augmented reality on your video, like for your video recordings, and and they they say persistently in the world where they were putting raindrops on the lens, so they actually reflected the light and and everything in the world perfectly and stayed on the screen no matter where you moved, and drawing like a line through the air which was in full three D, just that kind of stuff along with the the Snapchat type things where they where you can put things over people and they lock to their face and, and you move around and they stay there and, and doing that with the pen on the video, like you drawing it and it just is in the world and just blew me away that that's where we're at with, with cameras these days, let alone how the pen functioned like a um, actual remote. Uh, so it's got six, six axes that it works off with movement to then actually move things on the... The camera itself, or on the phone itself, the the size of the screen is you know six point eight inch for the Note Plus, and you know the bezel being basically nothing, and the camera itself, the front camera being cut to just basically a lens. It's the smallest thing you've ever seen for a camera on the front of a phone. Um, just blew me away. But yeah, the camera stuff, like for for creating content on the run, uh, for anyone who's into that kind of game. This is revolutionary almost because, like, even 3D modeling, if you get the 10 plus rather than the 10, it comes with the bonus two depth of field cameras on the back. And they literally scan 3D scanned an object, which was a teddy bear in, the, in, in front of them, and then they used it, they actually gave it motion, real life motion, and it would then track the person who was dancing behind it or moving behind it you could actually make this thing look realistically moving in your videos and it was just phenomenal like that that happened with a camera uh, on a phone there's like six cameras in this thing it's ridiculous which i know they've done that with the last one as well but the depth of field 
cameras as the addition for the Note 10 Plus, it just made me go, well, that's the version I'm getting. Whether I'm going to use that or not, obviously, will be another thing, but I'd love to learn how to use that properly and be able to make some really cool content with just things in the in the open world. So I think I've got a statue here of a Division 2 agent. All of a sudden, I can make that a 3D model of that and put it in my content and just blows my mind that we're there it's crazy um focusing on sound so if you actually focus in on the keys on a keyboard you're actually focusing in on the sound of the keyboard as well just that kind of stuff was was crazy 512 gig uh storage which is really cool um the fast super fast charge so 45 watt charge obviously now added extra for the charger but just to be able to charge i said half an hour you get a day's worth of use out of a half hour charge great for people like me on the go especially when going to events the motion stabilization like basically a gimbal built into the camera through the ai um i bought a gimbal for my 10 at the moment i saw my five for my 8 plus at the moment and yeah i love it it does a great job but to be able to have that built into the camera where it smartly detects what you're tracking and and how you're going to be moving around and gets rid of the shake like just to have that in the phone is great and there is so many features in this, but I'm focusing mainly on the video and the cameras uh, as the what's going to sell. I mean, not the actual power of the processor inside, which is ridiculously better, and the battery life and, and all these other bits and pieces. The fact that this camera and them using the, the software that they have for the for the actual photos themselves, changing that and making it now access and be able to edit your videos even better on the run as well, like... Oh, you, if you're a content creator, you're getting this phone. That's what it comes down to. So um, the Note 10, I'm going to try and write up a little bit on it on the website if I can get a chance. I've got the the start of it there, but it really blew me away this last week since I talked to you guys last of, of something that's really yeah jumped out at me. Definitely something I, I want. I don't need, but I definitely do want in my life. Uh, August 23rd, it launches. However, there's this stupid thing where... Okay, so... The Note 10 Plus, which is the version I want, the, I always get the ones with the biggest hard drive because I hate adding memory to it. Um, I don't even know if you can add memory to these ones because it's such a big one. But uh, So the 256 is the standard version, 4G Lite. Um, then the big the, uh, big version is 512 uh, gigabytes, which is what I want, but it's only in 5G. Now, Optus doesn't have a 5G network really advertised as yet, so they're not selling the or bringing the the 5G version to Australia until the 20th of September, almost a full month later. So I don't want the phone for the 5G part of it, but they're locking it behind this date where they're not going to give it to me. I don't know whether it's an exclusivity deal signed by maybe Telstra or something like that, but it seems to be... Like Vodafone's not even bringing the 512 gigabyte version out, as far as I can tell on their website. Telstra is. I don't have Telstra reception in my area, so that's sort of a problem. Um, so I can't just go to them. It, it almost makes me want to buy the phone outright on day one and then sell my old one and then just go, you know, a BYO plan, but it's going to work out more expensive. It just seems silly that I'm I can't get the phone I want on the day I want it when it's released everywhere else. Like I can literally walk into Harvey Norman on the twenty third of August, pick up a five hundred and twelve gigabyte Note ten plus and, and I'll be I'll be done. I'll be ready. But Optus will not sell it. 
uh, till the September 20th. And every place I went to when I asked about it had no answer for me because they're just like, oh, I don't know. They haven't told us that yet. So unfortunately, yeah, I'm stuck. I'm stuck with my one until September 20th, which is the problem with that is what I wanted it for was for the events that I was going to, creating content on the run. I'm going to Esports Open at the end of August. I'm going to Ubisoft Experience on the 14th, 15th of September. Both dates are before the 20th of September, but after the 23rd of August. So it's really annoying me that I can't use these and then really test them out at, at events like that. So, oh, well, it is what it is, unfortunately, and we'll just move on. But the Note 10, I know there'll be Pixel lovers out there, there'll be iPhone lovers out there. There's all that kind of stuff that they just heard me just get ramble on about something that they don't care about. But that's me, I'm rambling about stuff that I like and that's really standing out to me at the moment. So speaking of things that are standing out to me, I've always been a fan of a little game called Damsel um, from Screwtape Studios, which is based here in Brisbane or just down the road in Brisbane. And Meg and Anthony, congratulations guys on getting your game released on Xbox One and Switch. Oh my god. God, it is born to be on Switch. For those who haven't seen me rave about it in the past, it's a platformer that is beautiful. Um, the artwork of it is amazing. You, you are a vampire hunter, a monster hunter, and you do your platforms. Platforming, uh, you disarm bombs, you kill monsters, you destroy coffins, you hack terminals, um, you get skulls. All these things, each level, there's 25 levels to a chapter, three chapters to the game. Uh, so they get obviously progressively harder through the chapters as you go. I did number one the other day in about an hour and a half. Um, oh, I absolutely love that I've done chapter one like three or four times now. And the the way the levels are designed are just brilliant. And they're built around multiple playthroughs because... You have the people who play each level to speedrun them, to do them as quick as you can, because you have a target. You don't have to do everything in the world, you in the level. You just have to do what it asks you to do to finish the level. However, you can play it for maximum points, which is a totally different gameplay style. You need to do what you're required to do last. So you have to do everything else in the world because you get maximum points for doing every single thing so if you collect all the skulls you get a massive bonus you destroy all the coffins you get a massive bonus however if destroying all the coffins is your target as soon as you finish that your level's over so if you haven't got all your hearts if you haven't got all your hostages you haven't got all your bombs you miss out on those massive bonuses so you can literally play this game two very different ways across 75 levels um, and it is only like 16, 17 bucks on, on Switch. It's ridiculously cheap for what it is, guys. And go out, please support these guys. They've been working on this for like six, seven years now. So I have confirmed they will be talking on my new Chill Zone podcast with me when I can get them on. And I've had them on many podcasts in the fall. I've had drinks with them at PAX before. These guys are absolute legends. And like I said, they've been slaving their asses off for ages now to get this game out. Uh, so you can get it on Steam, you can get it on Xbox One, and you can get it on Switch. But definitely, if you have a Switch, grab it. It is phenomenal on that. So, and all the all the ladders are there, so you can go out and try and beat everyone else in the world. 
Um, the, there is a beautifully drawn comic series that goes along with it to introduce each level and the story behind it. Uh, you have got a female protagonist as the lead character, which is really good. Um, it's just, and the sound. The sound is amazing. The sound just gets you in the mood every time you want to play it. So, Damsel, it's a brilliant game. Definitely, please go out and, and help them out and get it and share the word of it once you finally do get it. And tell me your scores. Show me your your fastest runs and your biggest scores. I think I got my first run through on one of them. This is obviously not my first first run through because I've had the game for a while on PC and, um, yeah, been practicing along. But I definitely did top the, the scores on one of the levels as I went through. So, um very, very, very good game. But I guess I've got one more thing I guess I want to talk about. Um, that's most of the games I've been playing this week. There haven't been many other games. That's most of the things I've been looking at. I did watch Endgame, Avengers Endgame, the other night, finally, again, because it's now out on digital stores, even though it's not in the physical store. Um, got it on Google Play, which is a bit annoying, because I thought, oh, yeah, every version I looked at it was the same price, and every version I looked at had the special edition uh, extra content with it. So I thought I'd get on Google Play, I can play it then on every, anywhere I want, absolutely anywhere I want, rather than being stuck to the Xbox or the PS4, but end up getting on Google Play, it doesn't have the extra features. So I'm going to get the physical edition anyway this week when it comes out, and I'll watch all that when it finally drops. But I guess the one thing, I, I usually try to end with a personal thing, um, last week was the bank, which screwed me over yet again, um, for both, both business and personal aren't going to talk to me, so... Got to wait another six months now. They keep on moving the the goalposts, unfortunately. But you know that's it is that's what happens. Um, I'm not in any dire straits or anything. I just you know spent a lot of money getting a website up up and going. So I'm not I'm not in any trouble. I just wanted to make things a little bit easier for me and my family and get all my debts in one place and pay off some people that I owed some money to for for starting up the business. So unfortunately uh, that happened. But been um. Haven't put it out on social media very much at all, actually. Uh, so I got married back in April last year. Um, then spent the next nine to ten weeks losing weight. Um, dropped twelve kilos in like ten weeks. So was pretty happy with myself. And then sort of hit a hit a barrier where I hit the hundred mark, hundred kilos. So I was significantly more than that, as, as you can do maths and work out. Um, sort of plateaued and and. Plateaued pretty hard to the point where I've now started going back up again. So hopefully today I can sitting here really, really wanting to eat some food right now, but I'm trying not to. I, I do twenty, twenty-four thousand steps a day, so that's not a problem. Um, I do need to do a bit more, but um, just wanted to actually talk about it because, look, honestly, food and depression or, or, or feeling down are very closely connected for me. Um, so things have been a bit stressful the last couple of weeks and I've been, I've been eating more than I should, like significantly more than I should. Um, luckily I'm doing enough activity that's not bulking the, the weight back on again, but just the fact that, um, the annoying fact that I did so well for so long and then I, I haven't gone up too much. I'm only two kilos up on what I was sort of seven, six, seven weeks ago, but just that frustrating point where I should be down a lot more than what I am now, but trying today and and putting it out there to you guys to try and keep me honest and and keep me accountable to say that I, I'm going to keep on going with this I'm just all I did was I well, sell the, I got the galaxy 
uh, watch for my birthday, or not for birthday, for wedding present for myself and or from, from Alexis and um, use that to count obviously steps and calories burnt and but also calories intake. Um, really went hard on, on making sure I was take, I was eating more, eating less calories than I was burning. And yeah, like I say, I was dropping a kilo and a half or more a week for a sustained period of time, which was really good. Fitting into clothes I'm, they haven't fit into for, for a long time and you know, I was getting, that was compounding the fact that I was, I was sitting there in these clothes that were, were basically being stretched to the point where they're going to not be, not fit me at all anymore. So again, making me feel worse and worse, but to actually do something about it and felt great for those, you know, nine weeks odd thing and felt like almost un, invincible losing all that weight. So that was really good. But then obviously the point now where just, yeah, putting it back on or not, not putting it back on. But just not going any further down. So still technically on the obese sort of borderline of, of overweight obese, which I don't want to be near. But um, I'm definitely not going back up to where I was because I had some serious health issues that were starting to pop up and trying to blame them on everything else in my life rather than what it was and what I knew it was, which was I'd eaten too much and I was putting on too much weight. And basically once I lost that weight, I've sleeping better. Uh, not on tablets for what I thought was a allergic reaction or an intolerance to things. That's gone, so I can eat whatever I want now again. Um, haven't been able to do that for seven or eight, nine years, realistically. Um, just being able to move and do more at work, which is another thing. I wasn't. I was trying to put off work, and and because I didn't, I was just too tired all the time. And now I'm actually doing, you know, eight, ten, twelve hour days again, which isn't healthy, but it's not bad at my age. That's fine. But yeah, it's just made a huge difference in my life. Being happier for the kids, being happier more more often than not. Um, but like I said, stress for the last probably six, seven weeks has been the problem, and um, yeah, I, I, just nothing. Bar I'm I'm getting tired and and all that kind of stuff. But I just thought I'd open up, let you know where I'm at with that. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I haven't, like I said, I haven't been flashing it all over social media or I haven't really told anyone, unless someone's actually mentioned it to me, like my family, when I was talking to them recently, said, oh, you know, we can see you've lost weight because they hadn't seen me since the wedding. And I, I now look at my wedding photos, which is supposed to be the happiest time of my life. And I go, Jesus, I was overweight. Jeez, I, I feel bad for, for being, for looking like that, for being like that. But um, but yeah, it's, it's good. And I've got some goals and I really need to get back on that bandwagon. So from today or back on the track anyway, uh, so as of today, yeah, I'm, I'm back. I'm doing it. I'm going to try and go for a run after this if I can. Uh, we've got a treadmill sitting there doing nothing again. Um, so I'll get on that, do some sit-ups and all that kind of stuff and hopefully get rolling and hopefully get a report to you sort of, you know, episode nine or 10 in this series and, and, and give some good news on I'm down to even further or something like that. So, but yeah, that's an insight into me. That's an insight to where I'm at at the moment. Um, I hope you enjoyed that and hope I didn't go on too much. But that's been another episode, episode two. I won't ramble on any further. This was actually a fairly good timed episode. Um, so going forward, I'm obviously doing more work on the website at the moment, so lockedonlads.com, doing stuff behind the scenes on that. We're going to have uh, Doc up and running with artwork again, hopefully the next week or two, and I can finish off some stuff there and get some more stuff going 
on that side hopefully the chill zone will have episode zero done fairly soon in fact i might try and record that in a second put that up and, and create an rss feed for it and unplugged we're, we're aiming i'm personally aiming for next friday to, to record the first episode of that before we do forza um friday's unplugged edition sort of nighttime version so uh but we'll do probably an episode episode zero of that just a quick five minute uh cap of uh sort of speech of what it's about between the four of four or five of us and, and just go from there but we've got some other stuff lined up hopefully working with pixel sift in the future to have a bit of a locked on lads versus pixel sift night should be good fun um but yeah just writing creating more content those things um i actually went i've got i was always going to talk about arc i might push that to next week because i really want to say how well the developers behind that are doing uh with their unveiling of genesis this week and, and what they sort of talked about but i'll talk about that next week i'll put that on the on the run sheet for next week but that is it if you can go you know if you can give me a review that'd be great if you could share this with anyone you can that'd be great as well if you just, just for listening thank you so so much especially if you got to, to the end uh you guys rock um but if you can just go give a click to the website lockedonlads.com that would help out immensely as well we're just tracking the numbers about track numbers are going better than i thought which is great um but yeah so if you can go over and, and just help that grow a little bit quicker that'd be great as well so Thank you all for listening. I will be back with Tom Clancy podcast on Thursday night. And then, yeah, more content coming soon. But have a great day all, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye now.